Well, hey, and welcome back. After two weeks of nothing, it's the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast. FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, and everyone else. Some websites put their best features by behind a paywall. We don't do that. Everything is free for everyone. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to leave us your comments on this podcast and on anything you feel like. So, um, yeah, nice to be back. Are you nice to be back, Katie? I'm nice to be back. I'm here. I'm raring to go. Yeah. So let's have a bit of a virus update then. You you do yours. Right. <coughs> That's roughly where I am <laughs> at the moment. So... I like to call this the teaspoon in the waste disposal stage. Um, as I went out for my first run yesterday morning while the boy was asleep and um, just did three miles just to test out how it all went. Um, and it was pretty messy from a, a lungs point of view, um, but really nice to be out again. Um, yeah, and my my bowels didn't cooperate, so there was a bit, a bit of walking in there as well. Sorry, we should brown triangle alert, um, but there were no uh, no fresh pastries to report. Oh God! <laughs> Did you miss us, Fetchies? I do really feel a bit sad about the fresh pastries thing. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm at the sticky snotty stage, so virtually normal in every way, other than the fact that every so often I've got this stuff to blow out of my nose um lucky i don't get lung problems i don't get chesty yeah generally um i don't so um it hasn't affected me in that way yeah. so can, you do, can you do us a cough test just so <coughs> you see <coughs> beautiful clear yeah no wheeze like an english rose <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm i've been getting back into it this week um i I kind of left the swimming a little bit until I really felt like I was properly over the worst of it. But I got back in the pool last Friday and I got back in the river last Friday. Yeah, um, that would sort you out, wouldn't it? Well, that was kind of the flow in the Great Ouse at the moment is really strong. And so it for me, my I only breaststroke in the river at this time of year because it's really too cold for me to put my my head in. Um, but especially after a heavy rainfall, you're not really necessarily going to be wanting to put your face into that water. Um, but, uh, breaststroke is not my strongest stroke by a long way. And I just do not make progress against the flow. So it's like being in one of those endless pools where they've got a current and you just swim in the same place. Um, so we had two people who came to be kind of bystanders and um <laughs> just for the laugh just for the laugh and they did actually spend time laughing at me because i was sort of just not moving yeah. working very very hard and i ha- had to come back to the bank and stand and sort of stand with my hands on my hips and let my breathing calm down a bit yeah and then try again um i spent some time hanging off a branch for a while just to, again to have a little rest um and silver shadow was just gracefully just off upstream like, like a, a, a young salmon <laughs> exactly like a young salmon um so and we had another lady there who sort of managed to break the, the hold of the current and get going but anyway so i did that yeah 
Um, and then today I've Do gone... They, sorry to interrupt, but you were talking right? about like it's too cold to get your face in the water. Yeah. And I know you've got like this big neoprene bonnet thing. Yes. Um, that you put on, but do they do like whole, whole, what? A neoprene bonnet. Yeah. Do they do kind of like whole face ones, kind of like neoprene gimp mask sort of things where you, that would help you to put your face in the water? I've never tried Googling that. I think it would come up with some interesting results. Yeah, go private mode probably. <laughs> my recommendation. So I've no idea what private mode is. That's how innocent I am. Um... Maybe, but I really, this time of year, I'm going in the river, it really is a, like a sociable, cold swim, endorphins, yeah. nature reset style of thing. I'm not interested in using it as a training swim at all. It is, and it's, you know, I can only stay in 10 minutes just because of the cold. So, yeah. and, you know, we already get some weird looks. I think that would probably up the ante. <laughs> the neoprene gimp. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a lot, okay. so not really interested in in that. And and when you, <laughs> I just, I'm not trying to encourage you. No, no, I just feel like you're going to be googling this quite quickly after this podcast. No, no, not at all. No. Okay. But, yeah. Anyway, it's out there now, isn't it? It's out there. Um. So and and normally, like when you get back to the bank and you warm up, like there's mm. usually some sort of tipple of choice, or somebody's made some health restoring brownies <laughs> or something. So. Uh, <laughs> I What's think a few times, trends? a few times that happened. Generally, for my for my sort of workaday river swim, if you like, yeah. I just take a flask of hot drink, whatever that is. I prefer herbal tea. I like that a lot because I can get it down. It feels like it warms me up. Other yeah. people do things like hot chocolate and stuff. Um, and this time, what I'd also done before I'd left home, I'd found some old vegetables in the fridge and made a soup. So I'd made a great big pot of um, carrot and parsnip. Um, with garlic sort of soup and it was waiting for me when I came home and um, yeah it was really properly yummy to sit I'm all wrapped up still in my dry robe and my 14 layers yeah. and eat soup um, and it's best to do that if you you don't really want to get home and get straight into a hot shower or bath that's not ideal for the warming process it's better to warm up from the inside out so getting hot drinks in lots yeah. of layers on hot drinks in hot food in and then and then when you're sort of starting to feel more normal get in your hot shower then but don't don't rush to do it yeah so yeah so hopefully we'll get through the winter again the great ooze is just flowing like a nutter at the moment so yeah. uh, just having to be extra careful really because you don't want to get to the point where you're downstream of your getting out point and nowhere else to get out really so you just need to make sure that you're being safe from that point yeah. of view have you ever investigated getting out points downstream of of where you're getting in yeah. point is there do, are do you know plenty where yeah there's plenty i mean that that part of the great ooze you could scramble out at quite a few different places so yeah. it's it's not too much of a worry really um yeah. but you just need to be conscious of that if you are going to a new spot and yeah. if, it, if the flow is strong. Yeah. And, if, and if you kept going and kept going, what... What, <laughs> what flowing downstream? Yeah, what's there to, to stop you? I mean, is it, is it like a... Would you end up going down the, a, a weird type thing? Or is there a, no, some just, sort of gate? Or No, even with the flow so strong that I couldn't move forward, yeah. I was able to just come across the stream. Yeah. No problem. So that was fine. Um, the yeah. next weir, I think, is down at Cardington Lock, somewhere down, like, down there. So, yeah. in fact, I think it might be the first weir might be um, where the birthing bridge is. 
um, which <laughs> Hell's Bells, Elegant, and Sarah Wu will remember um, from the Bedford Bridges Challenge. Um, so here's a little question, mm. not for you necessarily, because I know what you do, but for fetchies in general, um, do you have little nicknames for the little points that you build your routes out of? So yeah. we've got names for all a lot of the bridges that we go across and, you know, a lot of the turns. Um, there's a place in, um, where is it? What's the name of that town? Um, but it's called, <laughs> <You're gonna have laughs> I can't remember the name of the town, but no. okay. um, the, it's on the corner. There's a place called Arse Cheeks Cottage, or at least the, oh, <laughs> there is in my that's, mind. That's um, Copal. Copal. That's it, yeah. Yeah, we were on a bike ride once and there was some lady just gardening and, and all of a sudden the, like the, the moon came out. So Yeah, just to say that that's not what it's actually called, called. that's what Ian has named it. Asked yeah, but you laughed, so yeah, yeah. technically you've agreed okay. with that. Just so. saying, it's not officially called that by the village. No, no. <laughs> Although, you know, in or years to come, in years to come, there'll be a blue <laughs> plaque there. But um, So, yeah, that's just like a, a funny nickname that we come up with or I came up with. Yeah. But, um, yeah, tell us yours. Yeah. Do. Yeah. Do that. Quickly. Okay. Do it quickly. Now. Yeah. So where where are we then? So you came back from swimming today with a big grin on your face because you've done, yes, done what? I've done a good set today back to sort of normal level, um, sort of pre-virus. In fact, slightly better even, I'd say. Um, but um, I think I'll talk about that a bit more next week because we've chatted on about our our stuff a bit, haven't we? Whatever. So should we go on to the comments from users we we had loads actually that we we've had to kind of leave in the past because there were quite a few from a few weeks ago but um we did just want to say thank you very much for all of your get well soon and also for all of your understanding that sometimes life just kind of comes along and um stops us in our tracks a little bit um yeah. it looked like everybody was yelling goose 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 at me like that and i had to look up to see whether or not it was some kind of the Welsh word for goose, uh, which it isn't. But it's right, get well because soon. that's how you'd pronounce GWS. Yeah. Right, okay. Absolutely. I'm just yeah. explaining that. Yeah, goose. <laughs> to all of our non Welsh listeners. Yeah, ews. Um, and also, thank you for suggesting the crowdsourced podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just, just get on, crack on, and do it. And and get it ready and then we can have a week off at some point in the future that's that would be an exciting yeah, we'd love that. prospect so just one of us yeah. needs to listen to the finished one that's all yeah um you know but... for legal reasons <laughs> and other than that yeah we'd love that idea to have one that we can pop in when we're just feeling a bit jaded and under the weather and all the life is taking hold of us because there are there are things bubbling around us at the moment so yeah fabulous That'd be smart. Yeah. Thanks, Fetchies. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's it for our comments from you guys. Um, site features. And um, what I've done is I've pulled up um, the feature request list. I'm really, really enjoying that at the moment as a way, as a sort of source for um, driving improvements because I can see who's voted for what, what's going to help a lot of people, what's going to be a real easy win to just like, you know, switch two fields around and suddenly 94 people are, are happier. Um, so it's a real great um, source of inspiration for me at the moment. So here are some from the um, from the last week that I've put in place. 
So when you do a run and, you, and it's on a route that you've done before, there's a little green bar that says, this is your fifth fastest on this route. Um, and if you click that, you can go and see all of your times on that route. And I've just added a little graph to that page that shows you your performance over time. So uh, someone said they've seen this on another site, a uh, kind of orangey kind of site. Hmm. You know, I can't mm -hmm. think which one they mean, no. but um, we don't speak S it. Some small thing. We do not speak of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, there's a little graph in there and it just shows your performance over time. Um, there, on race listings, there's a button and I've moved it up a little bit, so don't lose sight of it, but it's, it just says copy listing. And normally you can just use that to copy like last year's half marathon to this year's date or whatever. Um, but if you click that now, there's also an option to create a second distance for that event. So if it's a half marathon and a 5k fun run or whatever, you can just quickly duplicate the first one and create the second distance. So Katie's looking perplexed. Is there something in your water? I've got a lemony taste on my lips. Oh. Any yeah. ideas, Fetch? Anyway, carry on. <laughs> um, so, um, creating an injury, I think it was Larkin. Now Katie's pointing out the window. What are you pointing out, Katie? I'm, I'm pointing out that there's a, a lovely little blackbird perched on our um, red berry, I don't know what it is, plant. Yeah. And he's just, oh, no, it's a she. It's a she. Silver Shadow has taught me this. Um, and she is just picking berries off and just gobbling gobbling them down. I'm really sorry. We should probably have to That's cut this right. out, but it's just really cute because she's just sat there. It's not right it's near to our window. I can't actually see her because there's another plant in the way. If, um, so just like where that plant branch is hanging down, just beyond that, about half a metre beyond that, that's where she's sitting. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, that's far closer to, than what I was expecting. Yeah, so yeah, she's really, really close. From here, really well camouflaged. Is she gorgeous? Yeah. Go on, have another one. She's I want to see. She's probably the one who's putting all those strange reddy brownie bird poos on the, on the, on yeah, the slabs. Shake's fist. <laughs> Sorry, you carry on. Yeah, you carry on. Dogs like them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, carry no, sorry. on, my no, darling. That was just a little bit of a bit of an aside for you, mm. Fetchies there. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, creating an injury. Larkin, I think, raised this feature request, and he it just said. When I create an injury, I can only create it for today, which is a bit off-putting if I injured it a couple of days ago. So now you can adjust the date when it started. So just a little thing that makes something a little bit more usable. Um, and then a nice biggie, um, if you have a Sunto, Sunto watch and you use our importer, you, it will now happen automatically. So once you've connected it up, it will automatically send your run so you don't need to do anything once you've synced your watch with your app or whatever then it will send the data across to us without you having to do anything if you're not if you're having any trouble seeing your runs from Sunto um, drop me a line and I will try and help you diagnose the problem because I had someone get in touch with me this week and um, I think because Sunto have moved from one system to another a few people have multiple accounts and it's all a little bit confused um, but I can try and help you resolve that so yeah fetch is looking at one one of your accounts that doesn't have any data in it and your watch is sending the information to the your other account so 
It's just we just need to tie those two up. Um, and the other thing I wanted to mention was the lovely book list, uh, which you lot have helped put together um, and that appeared on the site uh, during the last couple of weeks. Um, so come along and have a look at that. It's got lots of reviews, um, some interesting favourites. Um, yeah. Should we do this Q&A then, or at least some of the some of the cues? Okay, what's that? <laughs> That's my sound effect for your Q&A session. Bringing everyone okay. to order. All right. The bride and groom. <laughs> anyway, uh, shall I ask you them, and then you answer them? Uh, yeah, okay. Okay, so Lindsay says, what are you most proud of about the site? Um, massive cliche, but the the community, the 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 feeling of it all, um, the politics thread might be a bit of an exception. It gets a bit heated, but in general, um, it feels, especially looking at what happened three years ago, almost three years ago now, the the massive feeling that you guys have got my back, and I've got your back. It's just, I, I, there's nothing else. There's nothing I could code that would come close to that. Yeah. And it just shows you what people are capable of. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I totally, uh, if you go to most places on the internet where there are people discussing things, um, it's quite a negative um, atmosphere. Even somewhere as kind of, touchy-feely as the Outdoor Swimming Society, some of those threads, I mean, especially if someone has dared to get themselves in a hot bath too soon after a cold swim, I tell you, things get heated. So and not just your, your core no, temperature. I, but I don't think you're, you're, it is a cliche to say that you're proud of the community. Anyway, moving on, Mulbs says, do you listen to music while you work? If so, what's on your listening list? Oh, um, in general, nothing with any sort of deep and meaningful lyrics because if I spend too long trying to comprehend what's being said in my ears, then I, I sort of lose track of, of what's going on in my brain. So a lot of it tends to be sort of electronica. Um, Favourite album at the moment is No Geography by Chemical Brothers, um, um, but also Left Field um both sort of real classics in my head uh terry francis um katie nods sagely you've heard of the chemical brothers right? yes definitely. have you heard of left field no no okay all right never mind <laughs> i know that when i come through and you've got your music on it's yeah. usually like sort of chugga 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 ping chugga 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 ping that's gonna get sampled <laughs> sort of thing um chugga 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 ping chugga 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 ping you sure that's not just the washing machine <laughs> the bearings have gone in it at the moment so it could be couldn't it could be yeah <laughs> anyway colin do i say colin d glenn here that's what i'm going for you glenn okay colin, colin d. Glenn. d glenn are you and katie managing to earn a living from the site um yeah, I mean, we are living <laughs> and um, we, we're doing okay. We're, I, like, like I always say, we've never wanted 
like gold-plated toilet and I try not to want anything at all really that's I do really like our gold-plated toilet though that yeah I mean that, we got I mean... that real cheap <laughs> real knockoff yeah <laughs> starting to peel a bit isn't it yeah, yeah and you discover that it's just Kit Kat wrappers that I <laughs> yeah but no we're, we're doing okay um yeah, we couldn't really ask for any more, really. We're doing but... better than a lot of people who have got much less and not roofs over their heads. And we have people that live down by the river near us under canvas. So we are absolutely not not there. So that's good. Yeah, no no complaints at all. So And, and that's C question one, really. Yeah. Um, so thanks to all of you. Janelope says, roughly, how does your time get split in an average week slash month between fixing bugs, adding new features and chasing sponsors slash money? Um, round about now, I'm probably spending a bit more time than usual, like dealing with companies and whatnot, because I'm trying to get together a prize list for the calendar. Mm. Uh, I start that process in September and start firing off emails and some companies are really easy and really willing to get involved and others you've got to like since you contacted them last year the person you spoke to has moved on to another job and mm. so you've got to start the process again and explain what you're there for and why you're not a scammer and, and that sort of thing and um, so around about now it feels like that's a it's like a bit of pressure really to try and get that. I'm on, I think I've got 15 out of 24 prizes so far. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm getting there, but it's the 11th of November. <laughs> so yes. yeah, so I need to, I need a win about once every other day in order to, to make it yeah. uh, happen. So. so if you had to say in percentage terms then, on an average month, yeah. how much you say would you say you spend fixing bugs? Um, well, I don't know. Fifty <laughs> percent of your time. There's there's fixing bugs. There's also kind of, um, it's not really. I wouldn't call it a bug. Sorry, this is just gonna get longer and longer. This answer the more I think about it. Thirty percent of your time. Stop it now. Ten. <laughs> no, because there's fixing bugs. There's <laughs> optimizing stuff, which is just like. You know, the site has been running really well recently in terms of, you know, page load time and everything. Okay. But occasionally it runs into difficulties. You want, you want numbers, I don't do. you? I do. I want those numbers. Okay. All right. Let's say 30% fixing bugs. Okay. Uh, Adding new features. 30% again. <laughs> Chasing sponsors. What could it be? 10%. Oh, 10%. Okay. We've got some percentages left over. Yeah. So don't forget things like... 30%. Well, we got some optimising stuff, so that's yeah. like 10 or 15% of my week. Okay. Um, we've got coming up with articles, statistics, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That's another little 5 or 10% a week. Um, just kind of writing down things to mm -hmm. people um, and, and surfing, surfing the site. And yeah. just using it, that's yeah. probably what takes up the rest of the time. Yeah. Looking for marathons to enter. Yeah. More on that in a bit. Okay. So I hope that has satisfied you, Janelope. I pushed him as hard as I felt able on that one. Right. It's like Paxman. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I get when I, I like to hear out of 10 scores for pain and some people just hate answering. Yeah, that was about a nine. <laughs> so sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I have to sort of say things like, you know, what? <laughs> anyway. If it was a car, what car would it be? <laughs> that sort of thing. Depending. Yeah. Trin says, is there any part of the site that is particularly tricky to manage that gives you a furrowed brow or is is it all easy peasy? Um, there are definitely moments when I wish I had the the foresight to code things slightly differently. It's usually like um, once you've made a database table, like the one that stores training entries, um, you, you sort of make it and then you, when that table gets big, it kind of tied into that structure. So just a real simple thing like someone saying can you add um mizzle to the to the list of precipitation types and at the moment i'm having to say well no i can't because the database allows me to have like six different values right. in that in that table yeah um and until you go all the way back and kind of redo all of that and, and rebuild that bit you can't then just yeah. make that real simple change mm. so something that I did probably like 14 years ago is is blocking me from doing something so that sort of thing where you you sort of you get walked into a corner by stuff mm. that you've done a long time ago that's the, the hardest bit I suppose but um, usually the, I find a way around it the one thing that I came out to the office and your ears were bright red and when I touched your ears, they were absolutely boiling hot and you were probably the most I've ever seen you stressed whilst working was the app. The app? It was I, the app. That was not what I thought you were going to say. Oh, what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to talk about when the server needed to be no, re redone. Because I tell you what, that was... Uh, that was tough. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a hard time. Yeah. yeah. But it was when you were doing the app a year or so, or two years ago or something, and yeah, yeah I came out and the ears were red and I had to advise a little bit of a break <laughs> to let the ears cool down. Christy says, if Fetch Everyone hadn't taken off, what do you think you would be doing now? Hello, lovely Christy. Um, I think, I mean, I was a web developer and I don't know, I think maybe still a web developer, but um, maybe having taken on a bit more responsibility I might be just sort of managing other people doing code by now because things have moved on a lot I think mm. um so I don't know I, I just I'm just really lucky to have found a little a little pathway yeah um yeah who knows I mean I wasn't sure I've never really been sure what it was that I wanted to do I've never really had a big career goal in mind other than to get that gold-plated toilet um yeah so it's hard isn't it when you're set on a i mean i can't imagine what i'd have done if i hadn't been a physio i can't, can't think of that now so i can understand you struggling with that one um lip gloss says have you got your christmas tree up yet yes up in the loft <laughs> we haven't got a christmas tree in the loft well no we haven't got a christmas tree up yet no. my birthday is in mid-december and that's a fantastic barrier to any talk of Christmas nonsense. We had it up earlier than your birthday last year. I didn't look at it until after a birthday. <laughs> I know I carried it into the house, but I was averting my eyes. <laughs> How far says, did you ever write that children's book? And 
there was another question from Dio about like other projects, like other websites and things like that. Um, so the answer to both of those questions is no, not really. Um, I mean, I really would like to, um, and it's something that um, I'm assuming you've you read like the first draft of the first chapter that I put out ages ago. Um, and it's something where I think about little parts of the story every now and again. Um, but putting it all together is just, you know, daunting, time consuming, and and you've just got to have that energy at the right time. And I don't feel as though I have. So, but it's still in there. Or, you know, that just seed brain. of an idea is yeah. in there. And last question. Nightjar says, what's the worst poetry you've ever read or had inflicted on you? I think it probably my own teenage poetry. <laughs> That's got to be right, true for everybody, right? Like the, the yeah. stuff that you write, like particularly the heartfelt stuff that you, yes. you turn out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you do heartfelt teenage poetry then? I expect so, yeah. No, I can't think of any specific ones. I definitely but... did. I had a notebook and everything. Yeah. Got any? I would not want that to come to light, to no. tell you. No. <laughs> okay. Well, if I ever find that notebook fetchy, so there'll be a bonus episode of the podcast. <laughs> there definitely will not. Yeah, followed by a divorce, <laughs> no doubt, but... <laughs> Live-streamed. Anyway... That was a selection of the questions that um, Ian has chosen and we've answered for you. Ding, ding. That's the end of those. Right. Um, do you want to talk about your highlights? Um, I've got one to add here and that's just a, a, the unlockable badges thread on the forum. Um, since I've added a load more badges and added the rarity rating for them, it seems like the interest in them has, has increased so it's just a nice place to go and discuss what badges you've got and what other people have got and who's got a really rare one and whatever. So um, come and join in. I've got three blog highlights and this is because it has actually been three weeks since we've said anything. Oh. And so um, I just first of all wanted to mention, um, I can't not mention this, it's Basavax's blog oh. and it is from the 21st of October and it's titled if at first you don't succeed and it's all about his quest for the sub three marathon and he's been on that quest for a while in fact he states at the beginning of that blog that the story starts in 2008 so mm. this is an 11 year quest um and the title kind of gives away what happens but it's just a fantastic blog to read and um it really does go to show that you just, if you want that thing, you just keep plugging away at it. And there's a fabulous picture of him finishing his Abingdon Marathon this year. I won't tell you the time he gets. <laughs> um, and the other two blogs that I wanted to highlight um, is, so first of all, Darby Tup has um, finished his chemo and um, he has rung that end of chemo bell. And I just wanted to say that his blogs have been just, very um frank and um just really just saying exactly what's been going on and just been amazing that he's been getting on with his life and just just such a kind of straightforward way really so sending him massive um congratulations for getting to the end of his chemo 
Um, and that's a lovely blog to read. Um, and also the, another interesting one that I really liked um, was Diogenes' blog from the, sorry, I haven't got my glasses 30th on. 30th of October. 30th of October, and it's called This Racing Life. Um, and I really liked that. So that's another one for you to go and have a little bit of a look at. It's kind of like a analogy of racing and life, strangely. Anal allergy of racing? Or analogy. Analogy, right, okay. Not an allergy. Not allergic to racing, right. No. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one too. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now we're on to our featured fetchy. We're going to have Nightjar, aren't we? Yeah, we've got um, we've got more contributions as well from ITG and Fleecy, mm. um, but we thought we've we've gassed on for quite a bit this week already. With so the we'll we'll stick with Nightjar's because uh, his came in way 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 back. So we'll uh, yeah, and he is on a charity race that in Bedford. Yeah, um, involving a lot of drinking and running up hills. Lots of and beer. Sounds extremely distressing, but here you go. Hello Fetchers, it's Nightjar here. I'm at the uh, Pheasant Pub in Bedford, waiting for the start of a Bedford beer run. That's a, uh, well, thankfully a fairly short run. We're going to uh, start in a few minutes, drink a pint, run approximately a mile and a half to two miles up the hill to the Pole Hill Arms, where, surprise, surprise, we get to drink another pint. And then we have to run back here, and before the clock stops, we have to finish the third pint. So I'll try and uh, tell you how I'm feeling when I get to the top of a hill. Zip, 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 zip. Well, I've made it up to the top of a hill. It's beautifully warm. Oh, not so beautiful, depending on how you feel about the heat. I'm just coming into the pub at the top. And another pint awakes me, so bear with. I think it's been about 2k according to the uh, watch, which I inevitably forgot to start at the start. Here we are. Oh, there's a beer. There's uh, about five people here with various degrees of beer drinking. Beer, beer. Thank you. Hello, Jamie. Oh, more beer completely oh. fly. first one was lager. This one seems to be real ale, or at least out of a bit of bitter. Oh, the night shadow's here with us as well. That's my daughter. Uh, she hasn't arrived yet, though. Some of this is going down my mouth, down my throat. Some of it around the outsides, but not a lot. Mm, done, including a fly, brilliant. Which way are we going? That way. Thank you. And we're off. Back to see you at the bottom. Alright, we're just coming into the final drink station. I've just been past. Uh, maybe I can beat Peter on the beer. Oh. oh, this is cold and fizzy. It's not going down quick. Oh, she's beating me. Well done. 
Oh, we're done. Oh, brain freeze. Cheers. So, brief word from Night Shadow. How are you feeling after that? I didn't really enjoy down in the cider because I got brain freeze, but the rum was very pleasant. Excellent. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, Night Sharon. Th that having a pint of lager before doing any kind of exercise whatsoever just I can't imagine that because it's just so gassy isn't no, it three pints of the lot I mean yeah horrible yeah there's often um, a table with beers on it at the last sort of um, it's about 10 miles is it 10 miles yeah. at, at the Bedford Harriers half and uh, there's various hash runners that stop and down a pint and it always just makes me feel a bit queasy the thought of it so um, well done Night jar and night shadow. Yeah. Very good going. Put that away with great speed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and fly as well. Yeah. Um, but the thing I that made me smile the most about that entire clip was that fabulous burp. Right. If you you're gonna have to go and listen to it again, no fetchies, but listen out for that burp midway through the uh, the second point. I, I think. don't think it's night jars. No, I don't think it was. No, because he was no. talking. Yeah. Um, so unless he's a very efficient belcher. <laughs> Uh, I don't think it was him, but yeah, there's a note for that one. Um, so thank you very much, and uh, yeah, sounds well like a, a good run. Very well done. We liked it. We really liked the. I liked the atmosphere as well in the background. There was lots of chatting and laughing and clapping. Yeah. And... Hello, Dave. Or something. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah. But... No, very good. Yeah. So um, that's about it for for the stuff that we've got to get said for this week. But yeah. um, what lies ahead? What lies ahead? What lies ahead? Well, my main thing for this week is trying to get into the Bantham Boomerang, which is a new event. <laughs> it's a new event um, on the same weekend as the Bantham Swoosh. So I think we've talked about the Bantham Swoosh enough for people to know what that is, but it is yeah. essentially a uh, 6K in distance swim. Um, down uh, an estuary in Devon with the tide. So you don't quite swim as far as that really. But um, but what they're doing this year, the night before that, they are getting us in at the beach, getting us to swim upstream. And then when the tide turns, you turn. So the stronger, faster swimmers will get further in or up the estuary <laughs> than the likes of me. So I'll be turning and I'm guessing those stronger, faster swimmers may catch me back up on my way back or I don't know. I have no idea. So it's all going to be really interesting, but it's going to be hard to get into because their events are very busy to enter and the site quite often crashes. And um, But my ideal would be to get into the Bantham Boomerang on the Friday and then get a spot to volunteer at the Swoosh on the Saturday morning so we can do the camping thing again but have our event on the Friday afternoon. I'd really like that. Cool. So we've got the, the tickets for the Bantam Boomerang um, are up for grabs this Thursday. And then the following Thursday, there's a ballot for the swoosh. Yeah. So we've got kind of two chances to get into one of them one yeah. way or another. So yeah. we'll see. It's kind of like a natural handicap. Isn't it? <laughs> Everybody sort of does their best and, and gets to the, the point that yeah. they can reach. 
and then you all turn around again. So in theory, if there's yes. a, it should get all everybody finishing at the same time, unless well that won't happen. But yeah, I mean, I guess it could be reasonably busy on the way back, and you could be having yeah. people swim past you that are, are a lot faster and and going in the wrong direction if they haven't realised what's happening yet. Cause... No, I'm guessing that there'll be a definite like safety crew saying, right, you turn around now. Yeah, the but we've seen, we've seen enough swimmers swimming the wrong way around boys and heading off in their own direction. I think it's going to be carnage. But yeah. I think it'll be interesting. But yeah. I'd, I'd really like to do it. I've spoken to one um, Bedford swimmer this morning who's already got his place guaranteed because he's got an early bird slot. So he's he's in for the uh, the boomerang. So I'm a bit jealous of that. But So that's my main thing this week, as well as getting on with my swimming. And um, I'm going to cut down to two runs this week, but make one of them longer. And, uh, yeah, all of the usual stuff. How about you? What are you up to this week? Um, well, first run done, and it felt a bit like I'd been punched in the breathing. Um, mm. But um, that's it's, it'll only get better from here. So ideally, I'd like to get out three times. Um, and with the, the last run of the week being as long as I can manage, really. Um, I'm supposed to be doing the Bedford Half Marathon in the first Sunday of December. Mm. So that might be a bit interesting. But before I got my cold, my long run was eight miles, I think. So in theory, I can get somewhere near that. And then and the, the half might be a bit of a bit of a, bit of a grind, but mm. I'll have a, a pint at that pub on the way around or something in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I've, I've got uh, bigger plans as well. So. What are those? Ooh. Oh. Well, um, literally the day before I got my cold, I entered Newport Half Marathon. Half Marathon? Marathon. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible announcement. You yeah. built it up to be something exciting. Oh. Oh. Then, you, then you said it's just another half marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Then I slipped in the kind of like, oh, that's nothing special. And then I hit him, wham! With the fact that, no, it was a whole marathon. Are you whole, trying to say that marathon. was all on purpose? No, not at all. No, I'm just still a bit, you know. <laughs> it's the virus, you know. Yeah. Oh, so, my God, you're doing a marathon. Whoa, yeah. wow. Amazing. I know, I know, I know. Exciting. Yeah, so getting up to half marathon at some point in December, even if I don't quite manage it. What's the date of the Newport? 19th of April. 19th of April. Yeah, so there are already some fetch... Illuminati. Um, yes, I've seen that there's some there's sort of some names on the list. Yeah, so uh, we've got how many have we got at the time of writing? Ten entrants: me, Jabinet, Jim O sixty six, Lucy G, Manic Street Pounder, Oscar the Grouch, P A J eighty nine, Smash V Rap, and Whiskey Murray. Um, so yeah, looking forward to. So quite a few of those have turned up to Cardiff Miles, haven't they? Actually. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, quite a few of those names rings ring bells, um, and someone said, uh, "Well, that that route goes all around the steelworks and then the the industrial estate. So yeah. why on earth would anybody want to run down there? I don't know, but yeah, um, it's supposed to be quite a flat one. It's um, quite interesting around there, though, you know, because one one time my sat nav took me around there on my way yeah. to your house, and." Um, because I, I guess because the M4 became a bit chewed up as it got towards um, Cardiff. So my sat-nav took me off and all the way around the back of there. And um, I found it quite interesting. Even in the dark, it was quite interesting. There's lots of great big sort of structures and bridges and things like that. So it's quite interesting in an yeah. industrial sort of way. Yeah. I like big, rusty industrial structures. I don't know You're going to be fine then. Oh, awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, rusty stuff. Casnaweth. 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 Yeah, not bad. <laughs> we'll work on that. Okay, maybe by April I'll have the pronunciation yeah, correct. Perhaps, perhaps, yeah. <laughs> but I won't because, you know, no, it's never I haven't quite got right. the Welshness. No. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so that's my Onwards. plan. Yeah. And that's your plan. So fingers crossed for all that. No more viruses, please. No. And um, yeah, we'll see you next time. So send your audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Subscribe to the podcast and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to let us know what you think. And uh, don't forget to tell us about your, your nicknames for all the little places around where you run, mm. uh, like Arscheek's Cottage. Mm, and Gassy uh, Bridge. And Gassy Bridge, Pigeon Bridge, mm. the White Bridge. The Birthing Bridge. The Birthing Bridge, yes. Okay. Otter Bridge, which is a bit of a kind of, we call it that to try and sort of raise its profile a little bit, but it really is the one next to the sewage works, isn't it? Yeah, but there are supposed to be otters They're supposed there, to be just otters, that we've yeah. never seen them. Yeah, very brave otters. Mm. Yeah. So, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Ciao. Bye. Bye. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.